Hi, and thank you for joining us for the Compass Catholic Podcast. My name is Caitlin Kano. I'm joined by my co-host, Diana Rojas, as we meet every week to explore personal finance topics from an authentically Catholic perspective. On this podcast, we explore the spiritual, emotional, and economic aspects of money. Thanks for joining us. Life in general has been very, almost like you can't really plan, it seems like sometimes. Like, you know, you don't know what's coming next with COVID and with school starting. It's almost like, how do I even plan for this? Um, You know, just a few months ago, people were spending hundreds of dollars on toilet paper. All of our kids' activities stopped. Um, Those were expensive. We had three baseball teams going on, dance, like all these things. Those things stopped. All of a sudden, you're spending money on toilet paper and paper towels. And life was crazy. And so I tried to stick to a budget, very much so, but it was just like, it was a crazy time and it felt like you were just chasing your tail. And now I feel like it's time to get back on a budget, but we're moving um, and we have two different households because we're gonna have an overlap. So it's gonna be crazy, but I feel like my excuses are gone. I I was tracking my spending, I was doing some budgeting, because I am a little bit neurotic, but now it's really time to, to lock back in. I think that's something we should probably focus on today is getting back on that budgeting bandwagon because, oh, it's hard to get back on when you've fallen off. Um, yeah. You have good intentions and then life happens. Yeah, and life and, and not just life, life seems to be a little extra challenging this year, right? With everything mm-hmm. going on. Um, I know I as well, I'm not moving. Um, but just with having to stay home, different you were spending our money in different ways that we hadn't really planned on. Um, I think all of us are experiencing that. And like you said, it's very easy to like forget about your budget because it's hard to it's hard to sometimes it's hard to start a budget and then it's hard to all of a sudden flip it on its head and like completely change it. So it's easier mm-hmm. to just like, oh, it's fine. Like I'll fix it when COVID's over, but um, or whenever your whatever is over. But it looks like you know, we might have to just jump in and, and start start editing our budget and being more aware of how we're spending our money. Because I know in my case, it's, it's I was finding myself, you know, on Amazon all the time and getting mm-hmm. things that I don't really need, but I was bored. So I wanted a ravioli maker. Like, I don't need a ravioli maker. Yeah, super random. I know that was my <laughs> random COVID purchase. Um, but I guess hopefully the idea for today is to maybe like set up some steps that can help us all kind of get refocused on where do we start and then how can we get back on track? Um, I like that you called it a budgeting bandwagon. Hopefully we can all be on this bandwagon together and follow the leader and have an idea of where to go. So what would you be with, what would be step one? Where, where can we just start from scratch? I got to get started. What can I do? Yeah. So I think step one is actually not what people would normally think. I think step one is you need to pray. We Mm. need to take a moment and offer this time um, to the Lord and ask for his guidance, ask for wisdom. You know, let's be like Solomon here. Let's ask for some wisdom um, and trust that God has trusted you with the stuff to steward. So, um, I think just being grateful, having a prayer of gratitude and asking for wisdom is really step number one. Okay. So I started praying God's directing my, my budget. So what do I do next? What's next? 
All right, so step two is to resist the temptation to go even further off your budget. So you got your ravioli maker, you probably don't need the full KitchenAid pasta attachment, right? And I was thinking that ravioli maker might be reason for me to come out to Miami, I'm just saying. But um, so it, just because you've gone off your budget is not mm. an excuse to like go completely off the rails. So, you know, it's kind of like when you're, watching what you're eating and you have dessert, having that one little piece of chocolate cake is not an excuse to go have the entire ice cream sundae. You know, it's mm. let, you know, our, our little bloopers be bloopers, move on, um, take the lesson, leave the shame and get back on your budget. So um, just don't use those excuses to stay completely off the bandwagon. Um, take a deep breath. Uh, in the military, which is a horrible phrase, I might have to edit this out. We always talk about just putting on our big girl panties. It's time to put on our big girl panties. Get back on that budget. Mm. Or big boy boxers. I don't, what's yeah. the phrase? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I like it. And I think that's so so easy to do, right? Oh, well, I've already bought the ravioli maker. I may as well just buy something else and buy something else and buy something yeah. else. And I think that's sometimes a little bit easier for us to justify, well, I already made one mistake. So what's another mistake? Um, but like you said, mm -hmm. it's definitely a lot easier to fix it now than fix it when you're like really, really deep in it. And then it's, then it seems really impossible. So yeah, it, one mistake, two mistakes are fine, but let's not continue down that path. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's a good step too. Um, yeah. yeah. I think we're, we're very quick to make excuses for ourselves. So let's put yeah. an end to the excuses. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one, we're gonna pray. Two, I'm not gonna keep buying more things to make more raviolis because I don't need anything else. So I'm not gonna keep making more excuses. So what's the next thing I have to do? Because what if there's someone else involved or what if I'm not the only one? Like how else, what's step three gonna be? So step three is consider getting an accountability partner. Um, mm -hmm. Accountability is everything. We are called to keep each other accountable. Iron sharpens iron, right? So if you are a single person, you can just, you know, look for godly counsel, seek a friend that you feel has the same intention for your life as you do, um, and ask them to be your accountability partner. We often think that when we have financial hiccups or we're financially stressed, we are the only ones going through it and we get embarrassed, right? Like we don't want to talk with other people about our financial problems or, uh, or the stress that we're going through. We're all going through it. So if you need an accountability partner, reach out to a friend and I can almost guarantee you they're going to be relieved that someone took the first step and they're looking for the same thing. So look for an accountability partner, for someone to keep you on path. Um, when you verbalize something you're going to do, uh, have them check in with you in a month, two months, whatever it is, to make sure that you are keeping on, on track. Um, something I think of here is when uh, my kids were doing distance education and thank God they're back in school right now. I pray they stay there. But when the teacher assigned optional homework and it didn't need to be turned in, it didn't get done. Right. Mm. So when we are thinking about having an accountability partner, just the fact that someone's checking in with us to make sure these things got done will increase the chances of them getting done. So look for an accountability partner. If you are a married couple, look for another married couple that's maybe a little bit down, further down the path than you are. Verbalize, like I said, get these things out in the open, have some another couple keeping you accountable to your goals. 
Something else to think of is um, Compass Catholic, we just launched our money coach training program. I have 10 money coaches ready to go, ready to help people on their path towards financial wellness. So if you sticking on a budget is something that is a goal to you and something you want to work on, reach out to us and we can get you matched up with one of our money coaches and they can help you. It's a five session format. We don't charge hundreds of dollars an hour. This is a ministry. Um, we do ask our stewards make a donation of $25 to help offset our program cost. That's it. And they can keep you accountable for five sessions, usually over the course of five months and, um, and keep you on track towards your goal. So if you can't find a friend to keep you accountable, um, consider getting a money coach. That step three has so many awesome points in it, Caitlin. That was so great. And I just want to touch on, I just want to touch on some of those. So the money mm -hmm. coach. So if I want to find that, I can go to compasscatholic.org, right? Is that where I can find that information at? Yes, yes. We're going to, um, it's not quite up on our website yet, but that we will have a landing page for people who are seeking out coaching services. Um, you can also email us at moneycoaching at compasscatholic.org. And we okay, can get you awesome. asked with one of our coaches. So speaking about Compass Catholic, I think this step might be a good entryway also to the our Bible study, right? Like the Bible study is a good way to help you kind of focus on your budget. So if you haven't already taken our Bible study, you can yes. definitely find that and look into that because it's similar to the money coach, but you're doing it in a group setting and with your spouse or with a facilitator who's going to, who's going to guide that for you. But the whole thing about the accountability partner, I love accountability partners and I think that's such a great way to do accomplish anything, whether you're working out or on a diet or whatever your goal is. If you, for me, if I verbalize it and I say, Hey, Caitlin, make sure by the end of the week that I have, I don't know, called my spiritual director or that I've gone to confession. And then you ask me, I don't want to be like, Oh man, I didn't do it. That hurts a little bit more than if I just didn't tell you and you didn't ask me, you know? And I think it's a beautiful way, honestly, to grow in deeper relationship with people because you know, what we're doing, we talk about all the time, Caitlin, and we're trying to destigmatize the conversation about money. And so I don't think, you know, I have a friend now who just in talking about doing the podcast with you and, and the Bible study I've taken, I've been open to talking to her about money. She has asked me so many questions and she has texted me a few times, like you have opened my eyes to like my budget and how I'm spending my money. And it just took a little bit of vulnerability on my end to open that conversation, open the door to that conversation. And we have grown in friendship through that. So I think it's a great way to grow in friendship and also probably grow with your spouse. I can't speak on that, but it's a, a vulnerable topic. But I think if you're willing to open that door, not only are you getting your budget on track and, you know, figuring that out, but I think you're also able to grow with that person. And that's a gift in itself, just being able to grow with, with the people that were around. So I think that those that step three is super awesome. And I think there's so many little great nuggets from that. Um, but yeah, get an accountability partner, whether yeah. it's spouse, friend, money coach, but definitely, yeah, that's going to be super helpful, I think, for, for many, many people. Okay, so we prayed. We're not going to keep making excuses. I have an accountability partner. That's going to be you, Caitlin. So we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Always, always. <laughs> so what do I do next? What's my next step with my accountability partner, my money coach? What can I do next? All right. So step number four is you need to look at your past three months of bank statements before you start making a plan for your future money. The reason is we cannot make guesses with our budget. If we're mm. guessing, we're going to be way off. 
Um, I have four kids. Every month, I would love to think that we only spend $200 on eating out. Not possible. One round of McDonald's or In-N-Out um, is like 50 bucks for a family of six, right? So I would love to say that that's our number. I can't because I looked at our past three months of bank statements and I know what it truly is, right? You cannot make change with your future dollars unless you look at your past spending. So pull your three months of bank statements and see where your numbers are at. I know it's been wonky. I know that we've been in the house and things have been weird, but you need to kind of educate yourself as to where you're putting your money. And you can't do that unless you look at your historical numbers. So go back three months, pull your bank statements, pull your credit card statements. Um, don't allow room for big black holes of cash and not knowing where money went. Really be honest with yourself and look at your past spending in order to dictate your future plans. So I want to uh, warn our listeners, this one is not going to be a fun step. Step number four, looking at your three months of bank statements, you're going to review. I just did this actually, I think I told you, Kaden, with my brother earlier this week. And he's been asking me, like, let's look at it together. I'll help you. I'll guide you. No worries. And I was like, I don't want to look at all of that. That's I know there's things on there, like the ravioli maker, that I don't want to see. And so I finally- It's ravioli maker. It, 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 it was not a good idea. I'm telling you, I had to like very quickly, I wanted to return it, but I felt bad. I already used it. And that's kind of gross. So I was like, whatever the ravioli was delicious. I'll just, but so I did that this week actually. Um, and I sat and I looked and, you know, it stung a little bit to see like, oof, I probably didn't need to purchase that or didn't need to eat out so many times. But, but like you said, I was guessing, I was totally guesstimating. I was like, oh yeah, it was probably this. And I was either way under or way over. And it's hard to plan if you don't even know what you're spending. Like, it's really hard to make a budget if you have no idea even how much something you need costs. Right? Like, you have to spend money on uniforms for your kids. And if you're guessing, like, and then you go to the store to buy it and you have not enough money, well, that's not good. So this is not a fun step, but I think it's a really, really important step. So brace yourself. Put on those big girl panties and just pull out the three months of statements. Exactly. And just offer it up. Yeah. You know, just offer it up um, and just let it be what it is, which is a little bit of a sting to realize yeah. what you spent your money on. And it's like, you know, like I said before, take the lesson, leave the shame and move on. Exactly. Don't shame yourself. And like you said, don't make any more excuses. It is what it is. And let's move mm -hmm. on from that. So that's going to be a tough one, but it's totally doable. It really is doable, but just get it done. Okay. So after I've done that and I see where I'm good, where I need some work on, what I'm what I'm spending on. What can I do next, Caitlin? So step five is planning for your obstacles. When you fail to make a plan, you're planning to fail. We need to know what our obstacles are going to be. Um, there's this quote. I'm going to read it up from my screen because I'm going to get it wrong. But it says, um, under pressure, we don't rise to the occasion. We sink to our level of training. So if we Ooh. don't make it a point to plan what our step is going to be when we hit that obstacle. We're just gonna flounder, right? So let's all be fair to ourselves. COVID was a big obstacle that we could never have planned for. It happened, yeah. let's move on and let's get back, get back on the bandwagon, but let's plan for those other obstacles that are gonna come up. So think about what your obstacles were in the past that knocked you off your budgeting bandwagon. Make a plan for those. So when those happen again, 
you just jumped in your plan rather than having mm. to sit and like try and be creative to come up with a solution when you're already stressed. So if you know that you have a, you know, I don't know, um, potential uh, reduction in hours with your employment, or if there is a possible new bill that's going to be, you know, entering your, your budget, make a plan for that. So bef before it happens, so when it does happen, you just jump to your plan, no big deal. And you stay on your budget. Yeah. My, my daddy used to always say like plan for the worst case scenario. And then if, if it happens you're prepared, if it doesn't happen, then you are so prepared. But I think this is also a good step to go back and you can also speak with planning with your accountability partner, right? Because maybe mm -hmm. you plan for all, all of these things and your, your accountability partner, your friend, your spouse says, you know, this happened to someone that I know, and maybe it was an obstacle you didn't even foresee, but it is, it could possibly happen to you as well. I know for me, I had a lot of car trouble during COVID and thank God I was prepared for that. But I think in speaking with other people, you're able to like be more aware of other things that you may not have thought were an actual obstacle and now they are, or mm -hmm. so just being prepared. And I think this one, you know, I think you can't over prepare for this. I think it's better to think of all the possible obstacles that could ever happen and plan for all of those. And, you know, you pray that they don't happen, but you know, you never know what could happen and it's better to, be overprepared and unprepared. I, that quote that you just said, man, we sink to our level of training. I think back mm -hmm. to like, I was an athlete in college. And if I only was able to perform at the level of where I practiced, I hope that I was practicing super, super well. So um, yeah. Yeah, there's I always like this story of, it was, there's always this story of um, Michael Phelps when he was in the Olympics. Uh, I can't remember which gold medal he was working towards, but his goggles flipped. And he had planned for it. He had done that during his training. He knew that was a possibility. And so he had done a stroke count to get to the other side of the pool. And he still won the gold medal because he planned for the obstacle. So same thing with your budget. We're not working toward gold medals here. We're just working towards financial wellness. <laughs> Plan for your obstacles. Yeah, that's a great example. That's super awesome. Okay, so I think we have just one more step left, but I'm planning for my obstacles and what's the next thing or not, maybe not the last thing, but just another next step that I could take to help prepare for all of this budgeting that we're gonna be doing. Yeah, so I think it's really important that when we are doing a budget, we're doing it with purpose, right? Um, living on a budget just for the sake of living on a budget doesn't mean anything. It's not going to stick. Mm. Your desire to stick to the budget needs to be tied to your why, because your why needs to be greater than your obstacles, right? So you mm. need to have that why locked on and have a motivation to stick to your budget. So um, step number six here, what I'm recommending is you go and you revisit the Compass Catholic Money Map. Because the money map is leading you on a journey towards financial wellness that's informed by scripture, authentically Catholic teachings, um, all these different beautiful things. So go revisit your Compass Catholic money map. Go to compasscatholic.org. Get the map. It's a PDF. It's a great little document. And see where you're at right now and create your budget to get yourself on the journey towards financial wellness. Um, and I, I just recommend that you really be honest with yourself as to where you are on your map. If your emergency fund was dwindled away um, for whatever reason, um, you know, whether it be job loss or impulse Amazon purchases that we've all done <laughs> through through COVID, um, rebuild that emergency fund back up. Uh, just really be honest with yourself where you are on the money map 
and make goals to move to the next step. I think it's also important not to have the goal be the finish line if you're at step destination one, right? Hmm. It's too yeah. big of a gap between where you are right now and where you want to be. So just set your goal up at destination two and work towards that. Then destination three. So um, just revisit the Compass Catholic Money Map, have a solid foundation as to your why. Why are you doing this? Let the Compass Catholic Money Map divide up your journey and, and little destinations along the way so you can work towards financial wellness, but it doesn't seem like you're having to eat the elephant in one big sitting, one bite at a time, right? Yeah. I think I was actually looking at the money map the other day with my brother, actually, and it's so helpful because, like you said, it breaks it down. So if, if I am trying to get, like, the marathon, if I'm trying to get all the way over there right now, it seems overwhelming. But if I can do one thing at one time, what's the next right thing that I have to do? So if you haven't seen the money map, it really breaks it down really nicely. And each each destination has a few goals to achieve. And so for me, that's helpful to see, okay, I can do these three little goals. And then those three little goals lead me to my next destination. I can do these three little goals. And it takes a moment to be honest with, like you said, to be honest with yourself and look at this and say, where am I and where can I improve on? But I, when I did the Bible study, I loved this money. I kept this open all the time to the roadmap because I was like, okay, I've done this and this really well, but I can definitely improve on that a lot. So that's, I love that step a lot. Um, so if you haven't seen it, I would definitely go on and download the PDF and look at it and take time either with your spouse or your accountability partner or in prayer and look at this and figure out where am I and how can I get to where I want to be. So, Kaylin, those steps are super awesome. And I know that people can definitely maybe not do all of them right now, but you can start with step one, like just like the roadmap and move on and on and on. So I really thank you for coming up with these steps for us and explaining them as well as you did. Those are going to be super helpful to a lot of our listeners. Oh, I appreciate it. And um, yeah, I think we need to keep each other accountable on our goals. We're all in this together. We're all learning and we're all somewhere on the money map. And really what I love about the money map is it makes it visual. Most humans are visual in nature. Yeah. Like we need to see it laid out. And um, I was listening to another podcast where they're talking about this study where um, they were talking about distance runners. And this spoke to my heart because I, I love distance running. And they were saying the ones who are most successful will, um, th their mental trick that they do is they visually look at a point that's within mm. their, you know, it's, it's a point that's not too far off. And they focus on that one point and they run as fast as they can to that one point. When they hit that one goal, then they look at the next point and run as fast as they can. It's a mental trick that distance runners use when they're working towards the goal of completing the marathon within record time or whatever their goal is. So same thing with financial wellness. We are on this marathon. It is not a sprint. We are on this for, you know, for the rest of our journey here on earth because we're called to steward every single day. So focus on one little goal, help them let the money map be that, you know, the, the thing that facilitates your choice of what that next visual step is going to be and just work towards that. Once you finish that, go to the next destination. I love that visual of the runner focusing on the just the next point that they can see. Is it within eye range? I can mm -hmm. see that. I can get there. I like that a lot. That's a, I'm going to remember that. So thank you. You know what made me think of, which you can edit this out if you want, but mm -hmm. it made me think of, um, we just watched this generous giving just sent us a video about this men's accountability group. It was a bunch of guys that went to Harvard together 
and they have grown in their friendship to the point where they have a group of men and they meet and they talk very, very openly about their money goals and about, there was one couple that was trying to buy a house and their friends were talking about like, is that the smartest choice right now? And so that just speaks back to the accountability partner and just, I think it's just so helpful to have that and just so helpful to be able to be vulnerable in this. Um, and maybe that can be a point where you and your friend talk about, okay, we're going to do this together and we're going to be vulnerable and we're going to be confident with each other and we're or not confident. We're going to be, we're going to keep it confidential between each other, but we're going to definitely help each other on this, on this journey together. I'm curious if anyone has any other steps that they would suggest, put it in the comments of our podcast or of our YouTube channel. Um, we'd love to hear from you and, and as the more you comment, the more it affects our ability to get our podcast out there to other people. So um, we appreciate all of our listeners and hopefully this is helpful to so someone who needs to get on the, the bandwagon after enjoying some raviolis. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and close in prayer, Caitlin. Would that be okay? Yes. Yeah. All right. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you and I praise you. Lord, I thank you for the gift of, of budgeting and the gift of, of guidance on how to use your money because it is all yours. And we pray that we can use all of your gifts wisely and, and according to your will. I pray for all of our listeners that they may continue growing on their journey of generosity, journey of saving, journey of budgeting, that you would just bless their lives abundantly, Lord. Amen. In the name of the amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please subscribe and share it with a friend? This helps us to get the message out to as many people as possible. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or ideas for future episode topics, you can email us at podcast at compasscatholic.org or you can give us a call at 407-878-7637. We are so happy to be on this journey with you. See you next week.